Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Two Guys and a Mic. I'm Jason. And I'm Dan. And we are live with Reverend Dylan Elstock from the First Assembly of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Um, before we start, I just want to let everybody know that this is a call-in show. If you want to call in and ask Reverend Dylan some questions, we're going to talk to him for about a half hour, and then we're going to open it up. The number is 720-835-5330, and just put in the PIN number 05800. Or if you're on the computer, just put in uberconference.com slash it's two guys and a mic, and we'll get you on that way also. Or if you just want to uh, submit your questions on the chat, and we can ask him for you, that would be just fine. So, anything, Dan? Oh. Yes, the upcoming shows. Upcoming shows. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, we got uh, next week Sunday. We've got Elder Bob Corshane from Meadowbrook Church in Howard, Wisconsin. He'll be on our show, and uh, then April twenty second, we're going to be doing another uh, testimonies of ex Jehovah's Witnesses, which is a call in show. Um, that's uh, really heating up. So uh, that's our next two weeks. Yes. We're trying to get some Church of Christ in here. We got a, maybe a Baptist coming. We're not sure yet. We're still trying to Correct. get the calls in. So, Reverend Dylan, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what your, I guess, if you want to call it a church, the church, what your church uh, represents. All right. Well, it's um, it's more of an online church, so to speak. Mm -hmm. There's we don't have any physical church to go to here in Green Bay. Um, we're not really for churches, actually. It's a lot easier and more convenient to do things online these days. Yes, it is. Um, now, with, uh, with my personal church, I guess, it's more of a page I created in Green Bay to where if there are fellow Pastafarians within my city limits, um, there are not many. I have me and my buddy are of the only two that I know of. And pretty much to have them, you know, someone to talk to now about you, the religion, I guess. Now, now you know there's a church uh, There's a church in Cecil, Wisconsin, um, that's uh, also yeah. Flying Spaghetti Monster. Do, do you associate with Absolutely, them? Absolutely, yes. And I have tried to contact them, and I've had no luck in hearing much back from them we we tried um, we tried to contact so, them too and and we got no response <laughs> so, so i'm not sure if they're disbanded and fell out of the religion or what has exactly happened with them or maybe they just like to keep to themselves either way to each their own right i'm not going to bother them too much uh, tell us tell us about um, your your doctrines so, your doctrines all right, so we have the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. It explains where we came from and why we're here. Well, not really why we're here, I guess, so to speak, but what caused us to be here and the things that came into place to cause humans to exist. Just like every other religion would, you have a book explaining what happened, what was the beginning like, and all of that. We believe that the flying spaghetti monster created everything in the universe. And in the beginning, he created the universe, then spent hundreds of years putting things in place to make it appear billions of years old. Okay. But in the reality, the Earth and Everything around it is only 5,000 years old. Okay. Now, um, with our religion, obviously, there are its own contradictions and things that don't quite make sense, which is, you know, makes it a legitimate religion in my eyes. All right. And <laughs> well, what would be one of those? So, Can you give me an example? All right. Offhand, the idea that the flying spaghetti monster created the universe and spent 
hundreds of years trying to persuade people that it was something different. It's a very supernatural style of um, explaining how something was created. Yet a lot of Pastafarian culture also bases its reasonings off of science and current modern medicine. So basically they destroy science, but use science as evidence. Right. While saying science is pretty much not true. So that's one of the biggest ones that I could point out right there. Um, But as the book says, they were put in place to test your faith. Okay. Um, Now, did you have a a Christian background at any time or was there any uh, religious organization you were associated with before coming onto this one? Absolutely. I've got a very uh, colorful past with it a little bit. I guess not so much, but uh, when I was younger, I was I was raised Christian. I was pressed on to Christianity very hard. It was strongly influenced in, into my life, um, mostly from aunts, uncles, grandmother. You know, they were church every Sunday, had to look your best kind of people. Right. Um, and their answer to everything is the Lord. So, I mean, that's what I grew up with. That's what I grew up knowing, that there's God up above who, you know, created heaven and hell, and that's where you go when you die, and it's an eternity of happiness. Okay. Um, when I got into my teenage years, I, I started falling out of that. I've, you know, I've actually read a decent deal of the Bible at a very young age, Um might have even read it all. It's it was honestly so young I don't remember much out of the Bible. There are a few things that uh do stick out and everything, but I just had a falling out with it. It didn't seem feasible in modern culture and the way things are laid out now. I started falling towards evolution uh and pretty much disbanded from Christianity altogether and was, uh, in a sense, atheist. Um, I guess for a a brief stint, I was mildly nihilist. And, you know, I've even been on the butt end of the joke of you're so nihilist, you don't even believe in nihilism, you know. And (laughs) so, I (laughs) I mean, I've definitely been on a few different spectrums. Um, until finding the flying spaghetti monster and honestly thought it was just one big joke, which in a sense it is. But just like every religion, you get past the joke or you get past the stories and everything that is presented to you and you get to the point of how to live your life um, without someone really telling you how to live your life and trying to live the fullest life you can. Okay. Um, um, I, so in it, my research, uh, Reverend Dillon, um, I had uh, looked up, you know, like the beginnings of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monsters. And what I came up with was uh, it actually started down in Florida in 2005 by a gentleman by the name of Robert Henderson, who uh, was going up against the uh, um, Florida Board of Education because um, the Christians were trying to get uh, creationism um, um, taught creationism yeah. uh, taught in the schools, <clears throat> and uh, Robert Henderson wanted to voice his opinion on well, you know, why he didn't want it taught in the schools because the schools were teaching evolution, and he was kind of cut down and said, "Well, uh, you're not a you're not um, part of a." religious organizations so uh why should we listen to you and he had said hey i'm starting the flying spaghetti monsters and it was actually a uh, satirical against the Christi- christianity and that's why he had started that now it is a religion and uh m- my question for you is uh reverend dylan is you 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 say that uh, um, 
the flying spaghetti monster had uh, started creating things hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. Um, what proof do people can go to to see that this uh, entity was around these many years? Like with Christianity, you have different uh, things talked about in the Bible <clears throat> that people can actually go and and see uh, Jerusalem, and they can go and uh, um, to the Wailing Wall and and touch these things. But what what proof do you do you know of of this uh, entity being around for so many years, so for so long? Now, um, the proof, there's a lot of different speculations on what people would consider proof. Uh, one of the big ones used in Pasifarian culture is, since it is a pasta-based religion, you look to everything that is noodle-shaped in this world. You look to DNA, you know, it's shaped like a noodle, uh, many things like that. So basically, the things around you are shaped after him, including us. And that, that is the proof that we have to provide, is the smallest details on our planet are all based off of his, his image. Um, now, you have uh, um, your own version of, uh, like the Christians have the, uh, the Bible. You have your own version. Can you uh, talk to us about uh, your version of a Bible? Our version of the Bible is the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, which, in sense, is stories, proof, and things of that nature. It breaks it down as a condensed version of everything that has happened in this world and everything that the flying spaghetti monster has put in place for us. Uh, it's, it same, serves the same purpose that any other doctrine would serve. Um, so I mean, uh, yeah, it's pretty much, it's pretty much it. It's just, is just like every other Bible out there. The, you said, the, is, is it also called the loose cannon or is that another, another book from the spaghetti monster? Loose Cannon, I believe, is another uh, work, and I'm, I'm not too familiar with it myself. Okay. I, I, I read some of it, and I found it extremely fascinating. I also was reading uh, the eight condiments from the <laughs> Pastafarians. Uh, actually, it, it seems like the that the con uh, commandments from from Moses, the flying spaghetti monster oh, religion yeah. is a lot more moral than the Ten Commandments from the Bible. And what I would like to do is read a few of them. And according to, let's see, the Ten Commandments basically is, uh, you shall have no other gods before me, or but me, which really doesn't need to be in there. It's not really a commandment. Uh, you should not make yourself any idol, uh, nor bow down to worship it. You should not misuse the name of the Lord. Take the Lord's name in vain. Uh, you shall remember the Sabbath day. Keep it holy. Respect your mother and father. Don't commit murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. That kind of stuff. Now, according to the eight condiments, or it's uh, the eight I'd really rather you didn't, actually is what it is. And it says, yes. I, yes, I'd really rather you didn't act like a sanctimonious, holier-than-thou ass when describing my noodly goodness. If some people don't believe in me, that's okay. Really, I'm not that vain. Besides, it isn't about them, so don't change the subject. And <clears throat> the one that I really enjoyed was uh, number eight, where it says, I'd really rather you didn't do unto others as you would have them do unto you if you are into... Um, Stuff that uses a lot of leather, lubricants, slash Las Vegas. If the other person is into it, however, then have at it. Take pictures, and for the love of Mike, wear a condom. 
honestly, it's a piece of rubber. If you did want it to feel good when you did it, I would have added spikes or something. <laughs> um, but it also talks about ending poverty, curing diseases, living in peace. Um, I I was watching some videos on YouTube about a, a fellow pastafarian of yours. His name is he goes by Schizophrenic Mitch, and he talks about how pastafarians don't believe in murdering people. Well, yeah, they that's their, good. their religion of peace. But of course, I, I don't think I've ever seen any any news papers or websites saying that a pastafarian killed somebody or went on a rampage. But you normally hear it about Christians and Muslims and all these, all these other people. So right there, that, that religion is, to me, pretty good. And also heaven and hell. Can you just can you can you describe yeah. heaven and hell? Because uh, all right, I go ahead. Do want to clarify that in Pastafarian culture we do not believe there is a hell. However, if there is a hell, we'd imagine it to be kind of similar to heaven, but in a bad way. We'll get back to that. Um, so heaven is described as uh, they have a stripper factory and a beer volcano. Yes. So, I mean, if you like strippers and beer, that right there oh, is man. a good selling point. <laughs> so you spend eternity drinking beer and enjoying strippers. However, hell, if there is one, uh, we believe that it would be similar, only bad, because it would be a volcano of stale beer and all of the strippers would have BD. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but either way you look at it, you're still getting strippers. I mean, strippers it's and beer. eternity, so VD is is not really on the top of my you know uh, <laughs> top dislike list. list at that point. I mean, I'm already dead. What what's the worst that could happen? Just some side effects, right? So be it. <laughs> um, well, let me ask you this: um, if that's your version of heaven, um. What if strippers were pastafarians? Do you think that would be their version of heaven? Well, I don't believe so, no. Now, uh, the, a big key in pastafarian religion is we believe that you don't have to have absolute faith in something to achieve spiritual enlightenment. And that hits me pretty strong because I don't believe that I believe that to be 100% accurate, that you don't have to have full belief in something to achieve spiritual enlightenment from it, just like Pastafarian culture. I don't fully believe in everything that is written out in our Bible, uh, nor would any Pastafarian expect me to. We are pretty open-minded people. We're always open to evidence and new ideas. So, I mean, that right there was my biggest thing with it. Um, so I believe that you can believe heaven is different. If there is a heaven up there that you will be going to, it's pretty much going to be whatever you want it to be. Otherwise, it wouldn't be heaven. Right. That's similar to a Christian faith. But most Pastafarians prefer the strippers and beer. <laughs> um, let me ask you uh, something, uh, Reverend Dillon. Um, I know uh, ex-Jehovah's Witnesses, or even current Jehovah's Witnesses, there's, there's a lot of stress and pressure. Being a Jehovah's Witness and then becoming an ex-Jehovah's Witness, there's also that pressure that, um, you know, being uh, disfellowshipped and being banned from the religion, you're losing your family members, they won't talk to you and such. Also, uh, just... Um, Living a Christian life can be stressful on some people. Um, do you think that maybe, possibly, it could be people uh, for the flying spaghetti monsters, um, the pastafarians, they just had enough of dealing with that stress and pressure and decided to uh, become a group of people who are just going to enjoy their life with less stress and if you're going to believe in something, you're going to believe in something that's not going to be stressful. 
Is that possible? Absolutely. I mean, Pastafarianism, in its own sense, is the most laid-back religion to where you're not expected to live up to certain guidelines and certain ways of living. You're just expected to live your life to what you believe its fullest and what, you know, uh, enjoyment can be. It's not meant to force you to live a certain way or try to persuade you in any way that you wouldn't want to be. It leaves you to make your own decisions that you have the flying spaghetti monster up above and he will help guide you along the way, but the decisions are yours. So, so what, what you're, what I'm getting from this, uh, Reverend Dylan, is that it's people who are probably fed up with the organized Christianity or, uh, whatever denomination that they might be part of. And you're going to enjoy life. You're going to have fun, but you're going to be morally, you know, um, accountable for your actions. And that's what it is. It's just a release release from the stress of organized religion. Exactly. Okay. Is there, is there like a, a hierarchy, like a, like, you know, the Catholics have a Pope and do the, do the church of the flying spaghetti monster, do they have some sort of hierarchy also? Um, I'd have to say it's our prophet. Bobby Henderson would, he is our prophet. So he'd probably be at the highest level of Pastafarian culture. He is the one and only prophet of Pastafarianism. Um, like one of the uh, condiments, or I'd really rather you didn't, mm-hmm. says, I'd, I'd uh, stop telling people I'm talking to you. You're not that interesting. Get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh- so we've had the one and only prophet. He has spread the word, and that is that. Okay. Keep it uh, just simple. Yeah. Straightforward. Very simple. Um, and and that's, uh, like, I, like we were discussing before, it's pretty much the laid-back mentality of pastafarian culture. Okay. So um, uh, talking with uh, Jason, you know, uh, in the last couple of weeks when he was uh, getting the show put together, um, he had mentioned that you had said that this is a cult. Is that correct? That I have, that I have said this is a cult. Yeah. Did you say that this was a cult or did you see a video that somebody said it was uh, schizophrenic Mitch on YouTube? He was saying it's a cult. Oh, Oh, not, not, not Reverend Dylan. No. Okay. No wrong person. No, uh, Pastafarianism is is not a cult, um, nor has it ever claimed to be. I mean, I can see how some might classify it as a cult following, but you really get that with a lot of other things, too. When people start forming groups, if it's not with the norm and it's not, you know, widely accepted, it's considered a cult instead of what it actually is. And that's one strong misconception. Um, I guess people have with it. Mm. I don't believe it to be a cult. So would you both? Myself, would, there's no one telling me to drink Kool-Aid or anything. So right. So <laughs> yeah. do you? Would you uh, consider it instead of a organized religion, a lifestyle? I would not, because it is. It's not a lifestyle, but it's not necessarily an organized religion either. It's just a bunch of people who have had it with trying to decipher what's going on with evolution and what science has to say about where we came from and what other religions say that we were all created. So it's, we were sick of having this divide between intelligent design and evolution where there was a constant battle where it's one side or the other and Bobby Henderson, our prophet, believes that all people should have choices, as many choices as possible. That's one thing that makes America great, is we have so many choices for any possible thing. Right. 
but um, also uh, the thing that that is uh, implemented into this uh, religion is moral standards too, which, you know, because you said uh, anybody can do, you know, anything that makes them happy. Obviously, we got pedophiles in this world. We got murderers, rapists. That's not part of your cult, your culture, your uh, um, religion. So there, there are certain boundaries, you know, like there are with any religion. And your boundaries are moral, well, morals. Correct? Absolutely. It comes more from an internal moral system where, as it goes to, you know, the old adage of do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. That's pretty much the common ground of every religion out there is just treat others the way you want to be treated. Okay. So let, now uh, there's a lot of things now, in the news uh, with uh, the Pastafarians having uh, troubles with the DMV. Can you explain what your uh, experiences have been with this? All right. Well, I'm, I guess you could say, a fairly new Pastafarian as I have only been following the faith for about two and a half years. Um, so I have not had to renew my license yet. From my understanding that in Wisconsin, you are absolutely allowed to wear your headgear while you get a DMV picture taken. But that is something I won't find out for a couple more years when I have to renew my license. Right. <laughs> so if, if they, I mean, if who they, wants to make a special trip down there? Right, right. If they say you can't, will you, will you fight it? I will most definitely fight it to my complete capabilities. But I'm not going to throw uh, a ton of money at it. Right, to right. To be honest with you, I, I'd rather not have to hire, you know, 20 lawyers to help me <laughs> right. fight for this. I will, I will fight to the best of my ability. And if they still tell me I cannot, then that is what it is, I suppose. And uh, you mentioned your religious headgear. What is that? What is your headgear? That is a colander. Uh, my my personal headgear is actually a colander shaped like a bowler cap with, uh, I decorated it, some noodly appendages. Okay. So, okay. Yes, I saw the picture. I, I, was, wondering, much, uh, I was wondering yeah. why you were wearing a bowler hat. I'm like, it doesn't look like a colander, but you said it was it was shaped. Okay, it's a colander made into a bowler cap. Okay. Yes. And uh, well, I wanted it to look, you know, representable. So if I do get my picture taken at the DMV, it's, Mildly respect. Right, right. Now, uh, go ahead. You have, do you have a question? Well, just uh, no. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Well, so all the people that are that are watching, uh, if you want to ask Reverend Dylan a question, it's seven two zero eight three five five three three zero. The pin number is zero five eight hundred. If you are, if you want to go on the computer and 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 talk to him, just uh, put in uberconference.com slash it's two guys and a mic. And it should connect you right away. Now, just uh, remember, uh, Reverend Dylan is here not to get a hard time or be made fun of or sworn at or whatever. Um, be respectful. If you have a legitimate question, that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for giving anybody a hard time. If you have comments, please, please ask, you know, give us a comment, but make it respectful. Um, now, of course, as far as uh, street preaching is concerned, Reverend Dill, do you do uh, you do a lot of street preaching, or every once in a while? Not a lot. Um, I did some in my free time when I broke my hand last summer, and uh, there are a few pictures right. of me out there fighting the good fight. Uh, basically, I just what urged me to do that was not really to spread Hasfarian culture, uh, so to speak. That was not my entire intention i guess it was partial intention um there's a guy that sits on the corner that i was standing at uh preaching about how abortion kills so now in my thoughts that's that's a touchy subject abortion and you know the beliefs on that and everything right and i firmly believe that's 
the person's decision that's in that situation that requires that. Um, not some old guy sitting on a corner with a sign saying abortion kills. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Okay. Um, so my point was to go lighten up that corner a little bit with a sign that says, he boiled for your sins. <laughs> See, that's uh, what I w was trying to get at before, Reverend Dylan. It sounds like the Pastafarians are trying to uh, we'll make light of different subjects as far as in a good light to uh, enjoy life. You know, I'm not saying you're laid back because I'm sure you're a very hardworking man, but it's not it's not to have that stress that comes with other things in life, correct? Absolutely. And, I mean, I've had my uh, fair share of discrimination, so to speak, because of my religion. I mean, I get joked at a lot at work, and, you know, I take it all with a grain of salt. It's, you know, it's just I find it funny. You know, a lot of people who are stuck in Christianity can find it so easy to bash someone else's religion who is not bashing theirs. Right. I can't say that I've ever really bashed someone's religion to me. It's a joke in itself, other people's religions, but they have a right to believe that. If that's what they believe, then they found some sort of enlightenment in that that I was unable to find. You know, they, they, they hear that's perfectly fine. They hear about your you know, flying spaghetti monster and they laugh and they say, well, how can there be a flying spaghetti monster? He's not real. But yet, in, in, in retrospect, they're worshiping a deity that they can't see either. <laughs> So, you know, why would they be making Absolutely. It's, it, it goes both ways. It, that's, well, I mean, and I apologize. I, I know I don't remember which one of you guys, but one of you is a Christian. Um, oh. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, Dan, Dan is the Christian. I'm the, big, I'm the atheist. Yes. Okay, and I apologize, Dan. I do mean no offense. By oh, this, I, but oh it, don't it's worry kind of the it. Christian way to be hypocritical. <laughs> Is one thing I've learned through my entire life is uh, a lot of the Christian, devout Christian faith can be very hypocritical without even thinking they're being hypocritical. Oh, I agree um, with you on I that. I think they just miss it. I agree with right. you on that. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I mean, it comes down to the person, I guess. There are actual other people, you know, from Christianity that I have talked to about it and They'd laugh at first, and, you know, I'd let them know I'm serious. And, you know, if people are open-minded enough to actually listen, I will sit and talk with them with it. But if they just seem like they're not going to be interested in it whatsoever, which is why I came to talk with you guys, you actually sounded interested in learning. You know, I've got no problem talking with people. And most people that I do talk to that are open-minded enough to hear it out actually see a lot of the sense it makes. They're at able to actually see through a lot of the turnoffs like the flying spaghetti monster and a lot of nonsense about beer volcanoes and stripper factories and all that to see through that and see the underlying message. That's the biggest key. Well, um, my thinking, uh, Reverend Dillon, is uh, the reason why we're doing this uh, series called uh, Religions of the World is it started out, we were doing testimonies of ex-Jehovah's Witnesses, and there are a lot of them. But the thing is, a lot of people, when they leave an organized religion, they're still searching. There's something missing uh, in their lives. And we're giving people opportunities to see the different religions of this world. And if it helps them to uh, uh, decide to go to one of them, well, by all means, I'm, I'm glad we did something for them. It's um, We're not um, like against anybody. I have my belief system, Jason has his, and uh, even though I'm right and he wants to live wrong, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, th that was the reason for the uh, um, Religions of the World series. If you're seeking and you're out there, we're going to give you different options you can go with. Right. And it's all up to the individual. It's not up to us. And, and even though even though I'm an atheist... I'm not one of those militant atheists that, you know, if we have somebody on the show, I start bashing them and, and tell them they're wrong. I just ask them questions, 
and I'm respectful. And you know, if they want to have their religion, let them have their religion. I mean, it's just right. It's, you know, it's it, one of those things. You just in the thing live and let live. The thing that I've I've seen too is uh, as a Christian, um, Jason is is right. He's he's a what I would consider a good atheist. He doesn't bash me. He questions me, and he he'll give me questions that'll you know make me want to think. But he's not one of these that uh, that pushes his atheism on me. He's, he lets me live my life, and he lives his. And with Reverend Dylan, you live your life the way you see fit. Um, just want to remind everybody out there: if you want to be on on line or on the show, don't forget to call the number seven two zero eight three five five three three zero. The PIN number is 05800, and uh, you, if you have a question for uh, Reverend Dillon, uh, you would like to ask him, uh, by all means, give us a call. Now, Reverend Dillon, what is it with the pirate suits, the pirate costumes that you wear? Aren't you supposed to be wearing the pirate costume when you're out street preaching? Um, no, I'm personally... And I, I'm sure this is going to be hard for a lot of Pospirans to hear. I'm not as into the pirates as a lot of other Pospirans are. So, I mean, they are a huge part of our culture and everything. Um, however, I, you know, dabble. And I will take aspects of it. You know, I curse like a sailor, so I've got that going for me. Um, but... The uh, pirates were believed to be the first, uh, first humans, first man on Earth. We sailed the seas. We were fun-loving humans. Um, they're misconstrued nowadays as, you know, bloodthirsty, raping and pillaging, and that's not the case at all. They were very fun-loving. They liked to drink. They liked their wenches, and they loved sailing out in the water. And they believe that the fewer pirates we've had in this world coincides completely with global warming and those two go hand in hand that the less pirates there have been in the world the more global warming we've had and all of that so it does mix in with science right there a little bit and mm -hmm. it is very accurate there's there's graphs you can actually look and see that as pirates declined global warming has rose and it's undebatable, but no, me personally, I'm not into the pirates. <laughs> okay. Well, the I've seen some uh, the women dressed up in pirate suits. Uh, I, pretty hot, by the way. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. I know they're not pastafarians, but you know the the wench suit is okay too, I guess. <laughs> suit. It. Yeah, I mean, I I can definitely dig on the wench suit. That's. <laughs> That's for sure. Once again, I want to do the phone number for everybody, 720-835-5330, pin number 05800. If you would like to ask uh, Reverend Dylan Elstock from the First Assembly of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, if you have a question for him, call that number, 720-835-5330. The pin is 05800. And if you don't call... We're going to assume that you know everything about Pastafarianism. Okay. Now, uh, there's you have actually a Pastafarian politician. His name is Christopher Schaefer. When he was sworn in, I believe he was uh, in New York. New York, yes, he was in New York. He was sworn in as uh, into the town council, and he was wearing his colander while he was being sworn in. So the the news of the flying spaghetti monster yeah. is actually spreading. People are actually recognizing this as a religion. It is. It is getting a lot bigger. Um, there are a few countries that it is considered a religion. I know that in America here we're still we're, we're still fighting strong. That even though it started in America, um, mm -hmm. I guess it started restarted in America because there have been Pastafarians for thousands of years just living in silence. Um, so as it's rising up, they have come to accept it as a religion in a lot of other countries, but yet America is still kind of holding out on us, Dude. which 
when you fight the legitimacy of our religion compared to anyone else's, I personally don't see a difference. I, I don't see how one can be considered a religion and how the other cannot. Right. Do, do you perform, do you have anybody, well, let me say it this way. You have, did you have to get, uh, go through some sort of training to become a reverend for this religion? Absolutely not. Me being a reverend or being an ordained minister through the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster mm -hmm. has no reflection on how devout I am to the religion or uh, how spiritual I am or connected with the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Uh, but rather, if, and it comes down to this, is if you want to be a Pastafarian, all you have to do is say, I'm a Pastafarian, and it's done. You're, you have no special things that you have to do from there on out. You just say you're a Pastafarian and continue doing whatever it is you do. No, no baptism now, or anything like that? I'm sorry? No, no baptism or anything like that? It's not necessary, though it is offered. You baptize yourself in a big uh, kid's pool of, which I'd recommend a kid's pool anyway, of just wet, slimy noodles. Wet, slimy I was just noodles. about to ask you that. Was, was it water or is it noodles? He just answered my question. <laughs> That's yep, good. It, it is noodles. You get cleansed in his noodly appendages. It is not a necessary uh passage however it is you know it is there offered for you you don't get no alfredo I mean, sauce or anything some in there? sort of indictment <laughs> it's up to you whatever you prefer <laughs> okay. you know it's your personal personal preference i guess right. if you want to look like an oompa loompa when you're done just throw some spaghetti sauce <laughs> in there and uh at least you're lighthearted about this this is good <laughs> this is good so um have you witnessed one of these baptisms Besides being baptized yourself, I have not been baptized myself, oh, and you... I have not performed any of these. Do you perform marriage ceremonies? I have not. I was hoping to, however, um, apparently I was beat out of the job by Elvis. Um, <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, it was actually a close buddy of mine. We often joke that now that I'm an ordained minister, that I would marry him and his girlfriend. And they are actually getting married, which I didn't think would ever happen, and going down to Vegas to get married by Elvis. Okay. So I like to give him a hard time and remind him that he told me I could get him married, but got beat out by Elvis. Right. So do you, uh, um, <laughs> do you pray to the flying spaghetti monster? No. No, that's that's a waste of time. The flying spaghetti monster is there. He sees you, and if he thought you needed help, he would have done it already. Okay, like in uh, Christianity, obviously uh, believing Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, when you pass away, you know you go to heaven or hell, depending on the way your uh, your life has worked itself out. Hopefully, you're going to heaven. Um. For those who don't believe in the flying spaghetti monster and they do die, are they, uh, they don't get a chance of heaven if it's the flying spaghetti monster that's the uh, real God? Well, he doesn't believe, yes. he doesn't believe uh, in heaven. Uh, when you walk up to heaven's noodley gates, um, uh, you will see the flying spaghetti monster there in his likeness, and he will invite you in have some beer and wenches if you lived a moderately nice life to where you've caused less harm on people than you did good odds are he'll let you into heaven whether you believed in him or not okay. as long as you lived as a decent human amongst the other humans i think you're all right well that's a cool god right there well let me ask you this do you believe in bigfoot I'm into Bigfoot. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm into Bigfoot. If Bigfoot was around, it was many, many years ago, and he's long extinct. That's why all the photos we have are all old and grainy, because we didn't have the technology we do now. I don't believe he exists anymore. I believe he once did, but with all the technology we have now, 
if he was still out there and still alive, we would have found him by now. There you go. See? Now, for anybody... And I do believe in the Loch Ness Monster as well. Oh, you do? So did you listen to our show with Dr. Ken oh, yeah. Hoven? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I, I, I did. I listened to quite a bit of that. I, I did enjoy them. Uh, <laughs> I did enjoy that quite a bit. I... And, uh, you know, he's a very smart... He's a very smart man, and, you know, he's devout to his religious faith and has found a way to combine his religious and science. You know, right. that's that's incredible. You don't see that too often. You're, you know, so you're, was, you're right. Was very, you know, I kind of admired him. <laughs> there, he was talking about a guy when he was talking with us. Uh, he was in, I believe, Arizona, and he said that he found some pterodactyls, but he never gave his name. I wanted for him to say his name that we could probably get him on the show and did you know uh reverend but, dylan that uh if you look up the uh, uh a list for the most influential evangelicals um they'll give you a top 100 list uh, and some of these people who are on that list i mean they're we're talking over a hundred years ago they're on this list Dr. Kent Hovind is ranked 13th. So uh, it was a pretty big deal having wow. him on the show. Yeah, that, that is that is incredible. Hopefully we can have um, him on again. But yeah, I did listen to that one. Yeah. Um, and that <laughs> reminds me too. Any, I will definitely listen to it if you do. Uh, that reminds me too. Anybody listening uh, to this show, um, subscribe to our channel. You know, uh, give us a like or a dislike. If you have a comment, put it on, on the bottom. We like your comments, whether it's negative or positive. Um, and once again, if you would like to be on the show today and talk to the Reverend Dylan Elstock, our phone number is 720-835-5330, pin number 05800. You can ask the Reverend a question. Now, we have uh, – we're, we're trying to get a – show in the works called the power of prayer we're trying to round up a bunch of pastors and ministers and i think this would be something that maybe uh, uh reverend dylan could could do but if not that would be okay since you don't pray to the flying spaghetti monster anyway <laughs> so yeah we don't really pray to the flying spaghetti monster so i'm not sure what kind of help i can uh, right. provide for you there Understandable. But if there's any preachers or pastors out there, just uh, email us at uh, it's two guys and a mic at gmail.com. And uh, we're, we're trying to get it in the works. It's not in the works yet, but it's, it's we are planning. We're, it's in the planning stages right now. So, And uh, also, uh, one more time, I would like to say uh, next week we'll have Elder Bob Corshane from Meadowbrook Church in Howard, Wisconsin. He'll be here to discuss apostolic pentecostals and uh the following week we're gonna have it opened up again to the uh, ex-jehovah's witness testimonies right now we're with reverend dylan alstock from the church of the flying spaghetti monsters now reverend dylan how many you said it's, it's an online group why don't you go ahead and uh and give your you know if you have a a, a website or uh, your your Facebook that way people can get a hold of you if they have any questions or anything like would that. like to join or, or like or would like to join yes right and as I said it's it's extremely easy to join just say you're Pospharian and you're there if you'd like to reach out to the Green Bay Church that I have here it's Facebook dot com slash FSM um, and you can contact me straight through there. But if you go to Venganza, V-E-N-G-A-N-Z-A dot com, that is the official website of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. It will have everything you need on there that is directed by Bobby Henderson himself and shares a lot of updates on charitable, but charitable events that Pastafarians are doing, and it's even got a meteor, uh, meter, rather, uh, at the side of the screen that shows how much money that Pastafarians have actually accumulated to help out organizations and other people. Because a big thing in our church is uh, don't use the money. Any money you might get as a Pastafarian from followers, 
is not to be used for multi-million dollar churches, nor is it for anything that is completely unnecessary. They'd recommend it, the money go to, well, charities, people who are in need, or lowering the cost of cable. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with the last one, lowering the cost of cable, because that yeah. is pretty expensive. So you, you had mentioned, uh, Absolutely. Reverend, that uh, right now you, you don't actually have a physical church, a building where a lot of the followers can go to. Let me ask you this. If you did, and you had a lot of followers, and you had a service, you conducted a service, how would you want it to go? How You know, like, would you have uh, uh, music? Would you have, uh, what is that called when they have the bread and the wine? Communion. Communion. Um, what, what would be an example of how you would conduct a service? How I personally would conceive a Pastafarian service would be a get-together of a group of Pastafarians on a Friday afternoon, because Friday's Fridays are day. considered a holy day. And since beer is a strong influence, we would get together and drink beer and celebrate the Flying Spaghetti Monster. What kind of what kind of music does uh, does this church like? Is it rock? Is it blues? Or does it matter? It does not matter. You listen to whatever you prefer to listen to. I listen to quite a bit of different stuff. I mean, there's even a Flying Spaghetti Monster techno song out there, and a few other Christmas jingles. Even um, even though we do not call it Christmas, we prefer holiday. I thought it was occasion um, for those. Well. It's open to interpretation, I suppose, but uh, it's widely accepted to be holiday just as more of a preference to not offend anybody. It is a holiday, whichever holiday you prefer to celebrate at that time of year. And it lasts all month, correct? Absolutely. There's honestly uh, someone put together a list for Bobby Henderson that of every Pastafarian holiday, and there is a holiday every day of the year because they believe that every day should be a celebration of some way, of some sort. Okay. So um, how does your uh, family uh, react to you being a Pastafarian? Oh, my mom is, is one of my biggest critics. She is... She's not a fan. Uh, my sister is atheist, and she says it makes about as much sense as the other ones. And, you know, that's about the extent of that. My brother's not a huge fan of it. Uh, he won't even talk about it. I don't personally know what his beliefs are. I'm not sure if he does either. And uh, me and my other sister have not talked about it much, so it hasn't had much of an effect on my family life other than with my mom, who just ignores it and thinks that I'm living Christian and righteous and I'll go to heaven with her. So uh, do you feel that maybe uh, you could have turned to this religion because you are seeking something and you're just looking for what would be the most fun? In a way, yes. I'd say that um, I'd pretty much looked at it this way is right there in the Bible on anything you look at Pasifarian related, we have what's called a God back guarantee. And that states, try this religion for 30 days. If you do not like it, your old God will most likely take you back. Okay. So I tried it for 30 days. I tried, I said, you know what? As an atheist, I said, I'm a Pasifarian and I stuck with it since. And even so much that I got or ordained as a minister and haven't looked back since. I mean, at first, I guess I did join it as a joke. And that's kind of just become my religion. And I don't let it overwhelm me or overtake my personality in any way. But it is what I identify as if anyone asks. Has your uh, personality changed at all? Because you know 
there are a lot of hateful people out there who are going to poke fun at you. How has that changed your way of, oh, of dealing with people? It hasn't changed it one bit. You know, I get angry just like everyone else. I get sad just like everyone else. So, I mean, emotions are emotions. So, if I am angry, I don't feel like I have to be less angry because I'm an ordained minister and I'm held to a higher standard or anything. Um, so, I mean, it hasn't really changed the way that I uh, have myself, I guess, okay. um, handle myself. Um, we, we got roughly five minutes left. We're going to give everyone else uh, another chance yet to go online or uh, call on their phones, 720-835-5330, pin number 05800. We are talking to the Reverend Dylan Elstock from the First Assembly of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. You have a question for him. Now's the time to come on because we're, we're just less than five minutes left. And, of course, we're going to be putting all his information in the description below. Once, I, once, once this is done, I'm going to edit it, put his picture on, and we're going to put it in the description. So if you have any questions later on, you can ask him by going to his Facebook. or Can, can, they, can they reach you through that website? Uh, what's the name of it? The one that Henderson has. Can they reach you directly through that, or they cannot reach me directly? No. Okay. Um, Venganza is basically Venganza. a platform to uh, search recent Pastafarian news and um, other things. You can purchase the Bible there. Uh, it's all directed through Bobby Henderson, so right. that's pretty much a good intro into Pastafarian okay. life. If you do want to get a hold of me personally then you can message me on Facebook at the Flying Spaghetti Monster uh, Green Bay with the First Assembly of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster right. Green Bay. Like I said, we're going to put it in the description below for you. So let me ask you, uh, Absolutely. Reverend Dillon, uh, this is, I'm being serious. Do you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just said. Come on now. Um, you know, Ed, it's kind of funny to me. I mean, just the, uh, it's my grandma I was just talking to last week who uh, said, you know, or, you know, it's just something about uh, Jesus being your Lord and Savior and everything like that. And she's at uh, older age, and I try not to argue her or disappoint her in anyway so i don't claim to be christian i just told her that i found a religion and she's like well as long as you know that jesus is your lord and savior then uh it doesn't matter what you believe in after that and i'm kind of what she said and i laughed at it a little bit as you know i i don't see that i don't see that a guy who could perform some magic tricks is you know my lord or savior i'm i'm my own lord and savior I guess. Well, uh, Jason had uh, made a comment uh, a few weeks back about some gentleman saying, well, what was that comment about where, well, if you if you don't believe it, what do you lose? Oh, Pascal's wager. Pascal's yes. wager. Pascal's wager. If, if you believe it, then you're going to go to heaven, you know, and if you don't believe it. Well, you really no, don't wait, lose wait, anything. Wait, no, hold on. Pascal's wager. You should, you should, huh? See, now you got me all flustered. Now. <laughs> I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure that one out. Oh, uh, Pascal's wages. Uh, if if you believe in it, you've got nothing to worry about because you're going to go to heaven. You know what I mean? So even if, uh, just look it up online, people. You can you can see it there. Just look up Pascal's wager. <laughs> yeah, I think I got him. I, I, I had it, and I just it just escaped me right there. So, but uh, yeah, we got about. 45 seconds left. Uh, Reverend Dillon, we want to thank you for being on the show with us. Um, please uh, stay on the line. I have to talk to you about a few things, um, if you can. And um, Absolutely. Okay. So, you have anything else for Reverend Dillon? No, uh, thank you for coming on the show. I know um, it probably was a little hard for you, you know, uh, not knowing 
what was going to happen, and I hope you uh, feel like we showed you good respect, and, you know, I appreciate your time. Well, absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's, it's definitely always good to talk about it, I guess. Um, I like to spread the word myself. I want other people to know that there are options other than the main religions that have extremely strict guidelines. Right. You can live your life happily and have a religion still. There you go. There you go. I like that. And also, uh, Reverend Dylan, if you could do us one more favor, um, you know, spread the word about two guys in a mic. We're trying to get uh, more subscribers and more people listening. Um, that way we're able to help others keep their options open. So, uh, you know, right, if you subscribe to our channel, then you get the alerts when we're having a live show. Basically, the live show is at, on Sundays at 3 o'clock. Pretty much, that's pretty much the norm right there. So, yeah, let's wrap okay. it up. All right, so Reverend Dillon, please stay on the line. Um, we want to say, like I said, next week, uh, Elder Bob Corshade will be here about uh, talking about apostolic Pentecostalism. Yep. And, of course, the week after that, on the 22nd, we will have... Ex-Jehovah's Witness testimonies again. And if any Ex-Jehovah's Witnesses are listening, please, uh, like I said, subscribe. That way you can get the alert and you can be on the show. So for Two Guys and a Mic, I'm Jason. And I'm Dan. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And we will see you Sunday. Uh, the 15th. <laughs> at 3 o'clock.